Welcome to the Fruitful and Fearless podcast, where we're serving up gospel-fueled courage to the Christian woman to remain faithful in her calling. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Fruitful and Fearless podcast. Lexi and Jordan are here today chatting. How are you, Jordan? Doing good. We have a little uh, icebreaker. So... What is something you're either making this week or you made this week that you're excited about food wise? Um, well, I'll tell you what I'm making for supper. Um, oh. we have a farmer's market in our town and there's a guy there that goes to Alaska that catches salmon and brings them back and sells them at the farmer's oh, market. Cool. It's really cool. He just has a cool story and is interesting to talk to, but we bought some salmon off of him recently and I'm going to try, um, it's like a lemon pepper salmon. That sounds really good. I normally do soy sauce and honey salmon. Mm-hmm. whenever I make salmon, but I'm going to try the lemon pepper one tonight. So we'll see. Ooh. Yeah. Do you guys like sweet salmon? Not overly sweet, but I do normally oh. put honey on it. Um, oh, so yes, a little bit sweet, but there's a, there's a restaurant in town that has one that's like super sugary and I don't like that. Oh, okay. I don't like it too sweet. We, we just aren't, I mean, mostly because the kids, we aren't big salmon eaters, but I always want to try uh, venison for dinners. I think it's her candied salmon or something. Mm. That's they'd awesome. like that one. Yeah. yeah. I think it's maple syrup. Yeah. We've ate a lot more fish since Jared's gotten into fishing the past few years. Oh yeah. Cause he catches him and the boys will go fishing and catch like crappie and bass and then clean mm-hmm. them. And um, then we do fish fries and we all love that. Like that's the best around here. Everyone's oh, favorite meals when we that. fry. But it's I told actually one of the boys that doesn't like it. So maybe I okay. need to just have over it. <laughs> Whenever we do that, we um, have the fillets and I do egg, tapioca flour, egg, and then like a breading of some sort and then fry okay. them in there. Super good. Like the best fried hmm. fish. Tried that. Yeah. Um, but maybe. I told Jared, like, maybe someday you should just go to Alaska, catch a ton of salmon, bring them back, <laughs> freezer, fill the freezer with salmon. Alaska is so cool. I've never been. Have you been? Yeah, we lived there for a little bit when I was uh, younger. I don't think I knew that. Oh, where? In Anchorage. Okay. Um, Yeah. Because your dad was moving around and everything. Okay. How long were you there? Two years, I think. Oh, that's. And it was like I remember pretty much all of it. It was like second grade ish time Mm -hmm. period, so it was totally fun. I think it's a cool place to have like young kids raise a family. Yeah, it's. That would be, yeah. um, now in Anchorage, do they have the, it's dark in the day situation? Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, it was, it would just be like a few hours at a time. It was really, really weird. And we were homeschooled for part of the time we lived there. So it was just like weird to be home in the dark all the time, but it was also just really like cozy and cool. And there were multiple times. I remember, um, our house had like I remember I woke up, I slept on the second floor and I opened my window and there was a moose in my window A moose. and I ran downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> moose. And so I ran downstairs to tell my mom, there's a moose in the window. And I ran to the window on the bottom floor that was right under mine. I was like, look, and I opened it and there was the baby moose in the bottom window. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so it was really that cool. Awesome. Really cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's very so, cool. Go to Alaska. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, okay, so you tonight, cook I'm, oh, okay. I'm a, making this new recipe that Amelia told me about that is like you cut potatoes into eighths and then you kind of 
do like a flour mixture with salt and pepper and a little bit of her recipe calls for Parmesan. I just had white cheddar on hand. So a little bit of grated white cheddar. And then you, um, just like pour butter over it and you bake it. She said it was like one of their favorite childhood, uh, recipes growing up and her mom just sent it to her and she tried it. She was like, yeah, it's, it's still amazing. So I'm trying to say, okay. Now when you say cut it into eighths, do you mean like potato wedges size? Yeah. Kind of like, yeah. A, like a potato wedge. Okay. That sounds awesome. Yeah. We like those a lot too. Yeah. We eat a ton of potatoes, but it's kind of hard. I get in potato ruts. So I was excited for <laughs> the recipe. Like- <laughs> so, um, speaking of potato, it made me think of this thing that Jared brought home the other day. There was a food truck in town that was like selling barbecue. And mm-hmm. there's this thing that they sell that's called an egg. And it was in our refrigerator and it was um, wrapped in tin foil and it looked like a baked potato. I thought it was a baked potato. It was like okay. the size of a baked potato, but it was meat on the outside. And then on the inside, oh. it was hollowed out with a jalapeno and cream cheese inside. And it was all wrapped in. Oh, wow. (laughs) Oh, my. (laughs) Yes. It was like the craziest. It was delicious, but it was just like the craziest ball of meat and cheese and jalapeno. Was that the day that he wasn't feeling well? Yeah. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's the day I was texting you about like, what's charcoal? uh, What's it called? Measurements that you can give. That's funny. That's funny. (laughs) Probably was because all of the meat. (laughs) Lots and lots and lots of meat. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to say it on air, but I will tell you a story later about jalapenos. If you remind me. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Because we have a real topic to discuss and we're not going to get derailed today. Yeah. So we're kind of talking about the topic of self-care and everything that entails. (laughs) When is it appropriate? Do we use the terminology? Do we like the terminology? When is it not appropriate? Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, self-care, you know, we, we've made fun of it before, like, oh, self-care, the Instagram self-care. And like, we always, you know, are against that type of situation and when it means like Mm -hmm. avoid my responsibilities and drink wine and call it self-care and when everything needs to be done and you're avoiding it. Um, but yeah, like when is it appropriate (laughs) and just taking care of self? Yeah. That kind of thing. No. I really, really like the way, I think I've told you this recently on uh, homemaker chic podcast, Angela Reed talks about, she uses the term like human dignity a lot in terms of how she's taught her young daughters to take care of themselves, mm. their physical appearance. Mm-hmm. And I really, really like that because mm-hmm. for me that has helped like, yeah, part of getting up and eating a good breakfast in the morning is because I'm a human and God made me to need fuel and protein. And it's mm-hmm. not, I don't need to to resort to using the term self-care though. It's just part of like the humanity that God gave me. That's kind of like how I think about it, but you're right. I think because that's how I think about it, I can forget that it also has a connotation of like wine mm-hmm. and luxury spa days and like all these <laughs> other things. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, um, sometimes we can get into the rut of, thinking, okay, the opposite of self-care is I'm just going to grab the easiest thing to eat, put my hair in a bun and shower tomorrow. And see, I'm doing the opposite of Mm self-care when maybe we should see ourselves as the temple of the Holy spirit. Like there's a certain sense of like, I am, 
I am a daughter of the Lord and um, his spirit dwells within me. I want to like take care of the body that he's given me the best way that I can. Um, And I have responsibilities to do. So I want, I want my body to be in the best shape that it can be so that I can take care of the responsibilities that God's put before me. Um, If that means like being able to run around with my kids, being able to tend to the garden and the yard and things that um, things that need to be done around the house. Um, If I want to be able to have the energy to keep my house clean. So I want to, you know, be healthy in that way. Um, Or if it means like I want to appear, even we've talked about beauty before on our podcast, like I want my appearance to be one of um, that it looks like my that myself and my family are taken care of by my husband um, that I want to, that I want to be honoring to him in the way that I look that I don't want to see, I don't want to seem disheveled and like, and that like Jared's completely gone and I can't even take care of myself, (laughs) you know? Um, I want to be honoring him in the way that I look also. So I think that there is a ditch that you can get in too far. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. (laughs) I I will bring up some of the comments I've said. People are like, explain yourself. What do you mean by Amish? (laughs) Just like, I don't know. Yeah, we do. We, because I think part of it, it becomes like this, um, like self-righteous, either frugality or like self-righteous low maintenance. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Does that make sense? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like you're saying, a lot of that is just like, I don't know when I think about this in terms of food, Mm -hmm. I think Christians often forget that there's entire categories of feasting in scripture. Like, yes, I do. I do believe me. I love thinking about how the law applies to food and agriculture and all Mm -hmm. that stuff, but God also calls us to be a feasting people. Mm -hmm. So like you're saying, I think it's in Ecclesiastes that talks about wise is the man who can hold something in one hand and not let go of the other. Mm -hmm. Like that's, I really don't like terminology self-care. I don't think we need we, I don't think we need it as Christians, I guess. In Ecclesiastes, there's the verse that says, wise is the man that can hold on to one thing in one hand and not let go of the other. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. kind of what we're talking about here is there is a, there is wisdom in being mm-hmm. able to appropriately apply this on both sides. But I just don't necessarily think Christians need to adopt the terminology of self-care because there is a lot of honestly sinful behaviors that come along with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and. I think also just our mentality and our heart behind why we're doing things like, are we, is our intention to glorify God in our care of ourself? Like, is it because we know that um, we're his and he's given us things to do and we want to care for ourselves? Like sometimes, like lately that's been for me, like I need to take a nap on Friday or Saturday sometime in the weekend when Jared's home because I'm sleep deprived (laughs) right now. So taking care of myself, right now means taking a nap and making sure that that happens so that I can feel okay the rest of the time. And, um, and that's, that's not like a, um, self-indulgent thing. Cause I think that we can think, well, if I'm taking a nap, then I'm not doing these other things I need to be doing. And I'm like failing in my responsibilities. And it's like sometimes Mm -hmm. seasons, it means doing the thing that you maybe didn't normally do like to the glory of God, take a nap to the glory of God. That's okay. Um, and other times in other seasons of life, it, taking a nap could be a sinful habit for me. If I was like denying my responsibilities that I could be doing. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I think it's just making sure that our heart is in the right place and our motives are okay, God, I want to be the most honoring to you in all the areas and the spheres of my life, whether it be in my resting or in my being super hard. 
I think you and I talked about this somewhat recently when we were talking about how we both like to get our nails done. Yeah. <laughs> but I said that I, I knew that I had to stop. Brian wasn't annoyed that I was spending money to go get my nails done. He wasn't annoyed that I liked getting my nails done. I just knew that it was stressful to him to have to be home for a chunk of time every 14 days for me to get my nails done. And I just like, to me, it was a small way. I, I you know, I could have clung on to that and been like, this is my one time out of the house. You be quiet. Shut up. You know, <laughs> could have pulled the whole feminist fit right there. But I just, I just knew I was like, it's not, it really isn't worth it. Like, I don't want my husband to be stressed out just so I can have pretty red nails. I can figure out some other ways to take care of myself that doesn't require such a cost to everybody else. Yeah. So we're not saying, yeah, that was just an example I wanted to bring up because that was a way that in a way I didn't get to do my quote unquote self-care time, but I'm alive guys <laughs> still yeah. kicking over here. It didn't kill you. It didn't kill you at all. Um, In that, like our quote unquote self-care, what those little refueling things will look different seasonally. You know, there will be a season again that will be easy for you to get your nails done and it won't, and it won't be a stress to anyone in the family and just accepting that and being at peace that like, okay, I'm in a certain season right now that will change. My children will get yep. older. There will be, a, which I told Jared this the other day, I'm like in a real bad habit right now of like, I can't imagine a day that my kids are like a little bit older and more independent, but yet I'm not a grandma. Like that there will be a season between that where they're like, you know, yeah. early teenagers like that. Mm-hmm. That season is really difficult for me to imagine right now. Um, I can only imagine like this really dependent season and then being a grandma. <laughs> um, but like there's different seasons and kids get older and more yeah. independent and, um, and, and our lives look different at different times. And I think a lot of it is resting in God's sovereignty in those seasons and resting in that, like he cares for us, even in the really busy seasons and in the seasons where we may have more flexibility and honoring him in both. Yeah. Yeah. It like just really believing that he meets, I have out on my um, chalkboard right now, Psalm 23, six, that um, mercy, his mercy and goodness shall follow me. Mm-hmm. Cause I was starting to get into like this self pity of mom's pregnant, mom's taking care of everyone. Mom's doing all the work. <laughs> Where's the good for mom. And one day I was reading that Psalm and I was like, Lexi, his goodness is constantly following you around. Like mm-hmm. you're not without, we yeah. just, we don't believe that and start to think we're without, if we don't have, if we don't have the six pack or if we don't have the restaurant we want to go to, cause COVID is shut down, we yeah. can't take care of ourselves properly. And it's just like, no, Christ is meeting your needs. <laughs> yeah. I love the scripture also that it talks about him caring tenderly with those who are with young. Yes. Yeah. Um, that he's <laughs> tender with us. And that is so encouraging for me, like he leads us gently, that he's tender with us, that he understands like the seasonal difficulties of little kids. Um, and that's just a sweet reminder to me of know that God hasn't forgotten me yeah. whenever, whenever I feel completely forgotten <laughs> in, in the mundane tasks of caring for little kids. One more thing that I was just thinking of, and I don't know if this really for sure fits, but just not feeling condemned or not being mean to ourselves or like overly judgmental to ourselves when we do get opportunities to get our nails done, do something awesome, you know, something that felt really refueling that we don't get to do very often. Uh, 
like indulgent. Don't feel yeah. shame. Like you're indulging. Yeah. You're getting something secret. Exactly. <laughs> like that's okay. If you, if you got to go get a spa day, praise the Lord. That is awesome. And you should glorify God in that and not feel some kind of weird, yeah, shame, you know? Uh, that's a gift from God, just like his sustaining work yeah. in a day of laundry. Yes. Yes. That's a really, really good point. I'm glad you said that because we can play the martyrs as moms. I was just thinking about this like two days ago. I was just asking myself, like, what little things could make your day at home more pleasant around here, Lexi? Would you like a new cookbook? Do you need some quicker meals that you can have on hand? Mm -hmm. Is there something that I can go get to help just maintain good <laughs> what is it boost morale around here those aren't Want a new candle things. new candle yeah, exactly. make you happy like, literally literally yeah it's not not that my happiness is dependent upon those things but if you're grouchy all the time and it's it, it's some little thing that you could totally change mm -hmm. to just make the atmosphere better you have freedom in Christ to go do it. Yes. Go do it. Wilson Don't be talking. a martyr. Yeah. I remember Nancy Wilson talking one time of like God's common grace of a good cup of coffee, like being grateful yes. for that. Like if it's a rainy, dreary day and you're really feeling down in the dumps, make yourself a fancy cup of coffee, sprinkle cinnamon on top, yes. like <laughs> do it all. And that's God's common grace to us too, just to enjoy the cool things on earth that he's given us that really do boost morale. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, well, that's it. If you guys have any, uh, <laughs> what do you would call it? What is a better word than self-care? Um, nothing's coming to mind. Come up I can't even turn. think of like something in scripture that necessarily, I don't know. We're sustained. We're contingent beings. Ooh. We're sustained in Christ. Yeah. We're well cared for. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yep. Well, if you think of a better, more Christian term for self-care, <laughs> let us know. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening.